cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. That's right. Welcome to Life with Libang. It is another week, another opportunity to sit with you and to connect and really find out what is going on in that mind of yours. My name is Libang Khosana and you are listening to me courtesy of cliffcentral.com. It is a sunny day in sunny South Africa. Funny enough, yesterday it was not very sunny. It was like a hailey day. The trees were on the roads. There was like sto- sandstorms. It was, it was just insane. I don't know what was going on. I remember driving, uh, with my son in the car and he's like, mommy, why is the ice falling from the sky? Hey, that's when I saw, no, 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 no. I want climate change. <laughs> climate change is changing, but it is what it is. Happy to be here. Happy to be alive. So blessed, uh, to be sitting in the seat as I do every single week, just to connect with you. Of course, all of the life with Lebang listeners. So I had this grand plan. I woke up this morning. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to come into the studio. I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. And I know exactly what the topic is. And I've got this amazing show producer. His name is Tepo. He is stunning. He's so efficient. He is so on the ball with everything that he does. And he gave me this topic and he's like, you see this one, it's going to be the one. So I'm excited. I'm like, Whoa, yes, let's get it. And then I get into the studio and I met with somebody with so much grace, so much What's the word? You know, like a vavavum, but one with cadence. I don't know if there's a word for vavavum that's got cadence. Cadence vavavum. Such a joy. You know, when someone walks into the room and the room is captured. So I walk into the studio today and I'm like, this is the person I'm interviewing? There is no way we are talking about the planned topic. This is not going to happen. We sit down and we start talking about so many other things that I can see matter to us way more. So this is a PSA. I'm sorry, Tepo. I love you. (laughs) Thank you. You scripted this thing beautifully, but we have to chuck it out and really speak about what's in our hearts. So that's what we're going to do today. I am so excited to be sitting with what, who I believe is a legend. I, in my personal eyes, Yaya Mavundla is here in the studio with me. And if you don't know who Yaya is, where have you been? But it's okay because we do have global listeners, right? <laughs> Yaya Mavundla is a South African trans activist, publicist, blogger, and events manager, born and bred in Kranskop, which is the rural area of KZN. She's the co-founder of Mzanzi Pride, which is a massive event. And look, these are all the facts, but my earliest memory of Yaya is probably just seeing you in lights, whether it's TV, magazine, uh, radio, I just saw you and I was just mesmerized. And what I like is that I am equally mesmerized today <laughs> as I sit across from you. And I'm excited to interview you because I feel like I'm interviewing somebody so important. And with that being said, welcome to the show. Thank you. I think, you know, that's why your name, the name of the show has that meaning that it has. I mean, life with, you know, so it's for me, it's, it really speaks to about what has just happened. Exactly. Because that, that's just life, you know? It's life. Uh, it, most of the things are, like great things actually happens when they are unplanned. Yes. But also, can you talk about your nails? Because I've been looking at them. I'm like, oh, child. Okay. I mean, those are know, like gorgeous, super thank gorgeous. Thank you. Kesama. So, you know, I had, yes. to, go, I had mm. to go with the, with the mustard. I think I'm going to go change and do that. The yellow. It's in fashion right now. This is what I'm, I'm influenced. Are you influenced? Very much. Does this make me an influencer? <laughs> yo, yo. 
Yo, yo, yo. Uh, you heard it here first, guys and girls. Secondly, influence. <laughs> you know, I can add that onto my CV. But yeah, yeah, thank you so much for being here. Um, I think it's so great that this is the time that you and I are sitting together. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to mm. chat. But most importantly, what I do on the show is just like add value. My, my whole mantra mm. is as soon as somebody has listened to Life with Lebang, mm. they must go home and say, I actually learned something and I want mm. to apply it into my life. So I'm a big believer in positivity and in just leaving a better person That's than you me. are. Nah? That's me. I always say, I, 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 I don't like negativity. I'm very, yeah. I'm a very positive person. I, I, I come with that energy. Even, you know, there are moments where in life you get into a space and things are just not okay. Yeah. Uh, you are pushed into a space where you have to like complain to say no, but I always try and find ways of making things work. For sure. You know, because for me, I think, you know, when you've left somebody with the positivity, mm. it doesn't matter what or who they are and mm. how they normally behave. They, 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 they are left with that and they think, mm. and it changes a lot. It does. It, cha- it changes a lot to them, to you. Mm. And I, w- I was speaking to my um, ex-partner and, you know, he was saying, I'm so grateful for that lot of things that you taught me mm. that I should change about how I treat people. Yes. You know, he never saw a need to, to, to be kind. He never saw a need to, to just not be rude to mm. people. You know, he never thought also that is rude. Sure. And, and, and I remember having a conversation with him, just not lecturing, but just out of nowhere, just telling him, you know, when you've just ruined somebody's day, mm. we have not done anything to you. Mm. It's not and right. it's not right. And you don't know when that person cries, what it's going to do to you tomorrow. And you don't know what that person is going through. Is going through. That, Absolutely. That could be the final push. For that person to do something, you know, very, very bad to themselves or to To themselves, to other people. Being kind is the most important thing. And also it's for free. It doesn't take away anything from you. You are not paying for it. Your bank balance will remain the same. Your energy levels will increase. Your soul is not sucked. And chances are it will open other doors for you. 100%. Because what do people remember? They remember how you make them feel. Absolutely. I say this to my kids every day. I say... People remember how you make them feel. They may forget your name. They'll forget what you were wearing that Absolutely. day. Absolutely. They'll forget everything. But how you make them feel, that is something that will stay with the person for years and years to come. So, Yaya, tell us about how you have successfully made so many people feel important, valued, and loved in the work that you do. Because what you do is so important. We spoke about this off air a little mm. bit about how, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's healing. Mm. It's sacrifice, essentially what we're doing for our listeners and for our audiences. How have you done this so successfully for so many years? I, I think for me, because I grew up not privileged. Okay. I was, I was never the favorite child at home. Mm. Um, I wasn't also at school. I was bullied a lot and I saw a need to really change that perspective. That's just because you come from this space, then this is the person that you should be. Uh, and I don't want to lie to you. I think just being so genuine about my intentions have really, really changed even my life for the better. Um, I remember uh, when I did a show 
uh, on, on, on Zansi. It was never really part of the plan that I wanted to, you know, to go look for my mom because I mean, for like how many years? But also it just felt right when I, when I started shooting to say, actually, I, 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 I can't do this, but I didn't think of how it will be encourage so many other people out there to, to to look at life the same way I looked at it to forgive to say i'm 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 not mad at her that she left when I was younger i I've forgiven her I, you know I love her, and people just didn't get it how though when you're supposed to be so mad because that's what society has taught us exactly it's supposed to be so mad. Uh, 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 you're supposed to not uh, look your family the same way mm. And I said to me I need to be honest with my heart About mm. how I feel mm. Am I angry? No, I'm not Am I disappointed? Yes, I'm disappointed Who am I telling this? I'm telling the people that should know this That I'm disappointed Yeah. And also I think it's just lifts off so much from you You know uh, Because being angry uh, when you shouldn't be angry, actually, because I, I really don't think you should be angry at people when you don't know what caused them to do whatever that they did. So it would have been so crazy for me to just get there and be mad at my mom not knowing why she left. I haven't heard a side of the story. I can't then be angry, you know. So all those things for me, I, it has then taught me just like how I approach life also. If I get into a space, somebody is not nice to me. I, I I cannot then go back and also be about that behavior too. Sure, yeah. I try and show him that actually he can do better. Mm. I remember um, uh, there was a time when there was a huge thing around cancel culture of uh, homophobes. And for me, I, I knew I was not about that life to go a, a, and be... On, on that wagon of saying, let's cancel. Because people, I believe that people need to relearn. Yes. Uh, people need to be taught to do better because we don't come from the same background, unfortunately, you know. So I can't just accept that just because I'm woke. Sorry, then, uh, you are also woke. It, it's unfair. I know, but yeah, yeah, it's difficult. I mean, let's be honest, especially in the case of a child and a parent. Mm. Um, it's, it's easy to say, you know, well, I just forgave my parents for what they did to me and then life mm. must go on. It's a process, but step one is like just understanding what it is and also being intentional about forgiveness. Mm. Of course. And it's difficult. What I'm saying, it's how, how do you really like, why, why must you always be the bigger person? It's not, it's, it's not even me being a bigger person because I cannot be a bigger person if I want to. Yes. But I choose. To do what my heart wants. Sure. Not what society expects me to do. Sure. Cause I think, you know what, most, if, if we were to go back really and, and, and think of the decision that we make, we make them based on how we should be received by the outside world. Sure. Not about how we feel. Mm. And this is why when you want to be with the person that you want to, you want approval from your friends. From your family and many other people. And I'm so grateful that you know what? I'm in a space where I told myself no one is going to have to approve my life. No one is going to have to approve where I work, what I yeah. do, who I'm with. Yeah. Because I think then that's really set you back mm. a lot. It's not even just a, 
me uh, what's this being a bigger person mm. in a way uh it's 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 just me choosing me okay that's profound and that makes it make more sense cuz by you choosing yourself i you choose are, me yes you're rejecting all these other negative forces that may be trying to distract disrupt you or just disturb your peace absolutely from that angle i completely get it and I, I, I want to be like that one day. I also want to be able <laughs> to just forgive and keep it moving. And for the most part, I've been able to, but very recently I've just been sort of hit with something that I'm like, wow, this is really happening from my parent. Wow. And I'm at a crossroads. I'm at a point mm. in my life for the first time where I'm like, hmm, do I write my dad off for good and just want nothing to do with him? Mm. Or do I just sit down and forgive him and just like let life flow? Mm. I'm really at a crossroads right now, like today. Can I tell you something? I think maybe let's not keep it moving. Okay. That, that, that's where also we, I, 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 I try and, and reprimand myself. Sure. To say, I'm not going to keep it moving. I'm going to be very honest with you how I feel. Yes. This is when then I'm not keeping it moving. Yeah. I'm honest with you how I feel. Mm. But I've forgiven you. <laughs> so what I want you to do is to redeem yourself really. Mm. Uh, be honest with me. You know, how did we come about to be where we are? How can we fix things? I'm, I'm not trying to fix things on my own. I'm saying, how can we fix things? Mm. This is part of forgiveness, Mosang. It's, mm. if, if I'm forgiving you, Let's say you've taken something from me that you were not supposed to take. Mm. Then I confront you. I'm like, okay, why are you, what, why, what, what's, what's got you to do what you did? Mm. Um, your apology first is what's going to tell me if me forgiving you is me again still wanting to be in your life. Mm, mm. Because I can forgive you and not be in your life. Mm. You know, I think also that's, that, that that's also we, some of the things that we we forget, yes, or we we never understand as human beings. That forgiveness doesn't mean that you still want the same person in your life. Yes, you can forgive the person and say, "I will then let you go." Yes, I recently um parted ways with a friend that I really, really, really love. I love the person still, mm. and I sent them a message. I said, "Listen, I don't like how you do things, and I've tried many times to." Make you see mm. I don't like this mm. I don't like how you fight with everybody I don't like how you are negative about everything mm. I don't like how you see Everyone else not doing great but you mm. So with that said I love you as a person But I don't want to be your friend Sure. And I, I know it's painful And it also sounds like she's crazy How can she say she still loves the person But she doesn't want to be their friends I love the person, but I don't want to be with this person in my life because they're going to inject that energy that I don't to want. You. Exactly. And I think you've got every right to decide how you protect your peace. Absolutely. Like by you even saying, I still love you. It, it's at least showing that you're, you're a human being. You're not just throwing them away like a vaslap, like, uh, get out of here. I, you understand? You're not saying you don't hate the person. It's like an ex. Like you. Dude, I don't want to be with you. I don't love you anymore. I can still speak to you though. Yes, yes. I can pick up your phone and check how are you. And be civil. Be, be civil with mm. you, but I, I don't want to be your friend. Mm. I don't love you anymore, mm. but I can just still say hi to yes. you. Yes. You know? Yes. It, it's, 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 it's one of those things. I, I, I think I don't believe in like when I cut off somebody, when I cut somebody off, sure. it's really because I really don't want that person because I know when 
I still allow that person in anyway. Mm. Um, what it's going to do to me. How it could affect you. You know, and could affect me. And we always laugh with, uh, I was laughing with Jay the other day. We could see, I only, excuse me, I only have like probably two or three people that are blocked on my social media. Mm. And it's so funny because I always look at people, I'm like, how about so many numbers that are blocked? Mm. I, if, if really I don't feel like that your existence is going to add value. Sorry, no, affects me that much. I don't sure. mind you just like uh, they just yeah. still see me. Yes. But I just don't, I just won't let you in my life. That's fine. I, think I won't let you. You're definitely right. And being intentional about the kinds of people that you allow and give access to you is a big part of it as well. Because being in the entertainment space as a, you know, as, as, as someone accessible, I don't want to use the word celebrity. Yeah, the accessible word, is yes, actually, yeah. Is, is correct because our whole lives are in people's phones. Mm. These phones are in people's hands. They feel like they can touch us and yes. talk to us and be our best friends. And, and they are entitled to you. Yes. Your, your, your space. Mm. But what does that do to you now as this person who knows that I'm literally just doing my job And my job is to entertain And it's to heal And it's to make sure that the world is a better place But now there's certain people Out there in the audience who can't accept that For what it is How do you then manage that? Because you've got your group of friends Angish. You've got your people who you know These are my people But now the whole world feels a certain level of Entitlement to you I think you know what Truth is it takes time Uh for you to understand what the whole thing brings. Uh, I always say if we were, if we're taught on time to say, if you're going to be on TV, if you're going to be on radio, if you're going to be in a public space where people feel that they, 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 they have to have, um, a voice or opinion into your life. This is how you deal with it. Things would have been different. But we learn along the way. And I think, you know what? I don't think there's any public figure who can say they've never made that mistake to just let people just walk all over you and, 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 and do as they, as they please. Yeah. Because when you begin, you don't know. You, you know, you don't come from that privilege. You are not, you know, you're not born a public figure, unfortunately, you know. Um, it's like winning um, a competition, like winning a Miss South Africa. Do you understand? Yeah. Your life changes overnight. And it changes instantly, instantly and quite hectically as well. And some people are not prepared. And some people, even if they were, but they didn't even think they would win, you know. And it's it's really for you to to then unlearn a lot of things. Sure. And then relearn New things. New things, better things. And, and no, you know, a friend of mine said something so profound. Ati, yeah, yeah, you need to understand that you cannot respond to everybody. Sure. You cannot help everybody. Mm. Because remember, I would still have that mentality of me just being like a normal person who can, you know, if anyone calls, I pick up a phone and I'm able to assist. Mm. But now, I have 10 times plus people mm. that want assistance from mm. me. And 
my fear used to be, oh my gosh, they're going to think I'm a diva if I can't help. For sure. If I don't answer the phone, if I don't respond. Mm-hmm. So I felt the need to. But after that, and I learned, I'm like, actually, mm. it really is okay. You don't know anybody. Anymore. I don't know. I, I don't. Mm. And I don't know everybody, you know. Uh, can I do what I can? Yes. And if I'm honest with myself to say I can't do this, I can't do this. Yeah. It really is okay. Definitely. You shouldn't feel pressured. But unfortunately, I think we are never taught that, that you shouldn't. Mm. We we feel like I should do it. Mm. I should take a picture even when, uh, you know. You're tired. When I'm tired yeah, because yeah. then I'm going to be perceived a different way. And it really is okay sometimes to be perceived as a person that you are not because when you know your truth. As long as you know who you are in your heart, what other people say, feel. Because anyway, gossip, what, what? Yeah, they'll do it anyway. Whether you drink tea or coffee. Somebody's gonna find something wrong. John, sure somebody is thinking she's not drinking coffee. Ex- someone saying, you, understand? you see, inside there, there's inside there, there is, do you understand? Yes. And unfortunately, you cannot change everybody's mind. You can't. You can't. And the sooner we let go of the things that we can't control, the better. But what can we control? We can control our feelings. Mm. We can control how we react to other people. That's what's important. And it takes time though. It does. Like, Imagine you're this 18 year old person who just got into the entertainment industry. You're excited. You're passionate. You've got energy. You know, you're ready. And then the industry just sort of like batters you. It left, right, center. It beats you up. It, it teaches you so many things about yourself and mm. about the industry. For you to be able to sit in that chair today and tell me what you're saying. It's proof that you have been through enough to know, to know that's better. True. Exactly. Because also, you know what? I think also the industry is built in a way that we see it as glamorous from the outside. Hey. It has been glamorous so much. Mm. And then when you don't, when you're in it, mm. and then you don't live that glamorous mm. uh, uh, perception, mm. then you are seen as a failure. Exactly. When you are seen as a failure, then you find yourself under pressure. Yes. To prove people to say, no, this I'm is, not. you know, I'm not. And I was speaking to Phil the other day and he was just like mentioning how people just let go of, of themselves mm. and not take care to, to build their brands. As much as I understood him, but also I, I, I knew how people get there. Mm. There is nothing as painful as seeing your peers thrive and you are not. Mm. Uh, if you have not uh, told yourself that I will do things my way. Sure. So now you get an opportunity to be in this big project. Sure. You become a lead. Mm. Everybody sees you as a big star. Ostering. Worship. Ostering. Two years later, it's the all gone. The project ends, yeah? The project ends. You did not think of post. Mm. Life after this. Do you understand? Exactly. And then, of course, things are going to be bad. Because mm. when you're off television... Of radio, it's less work for you. Exactly. It's less bookings. Yes. No money coming in. So things are bound to change. Exactly. 
you are going to be stressed. So what then I take from that, I took from that conversation is that while you are in a space that is supposed to empower you, even if it's not empowering you, mm. when you feel not empowered, mm. because people don't know also that, you know, sometimes you're on television, it's so heavy for you. Mm. But find ways of how Lebanon can Benefits of this, not just Cliff Central benefiting of hair. Exactly. Because unfortunately, I think that those are the things that we don't do. Mm. Um, you don't empower yourself. You 100%. empower the platform. Your employer or the platform. Do you understand? Yeah. Especially as young black creatives. I've seen this literally my whole life. Yep. I've, been, I've been in many different, um, you know, organizations that this happens to. It's almost like a curse. It's a black man's curse. Mm. We walk into a place, we just see this big building. We go, wow. I'm excited to be here. It's beautiful here. I'm working for a big brand. Yes. You start pushing yes. the brand that is already big and you forget about, about yourself. yourself. It's so important mm. that when you get into that space, you make mm. it about you. Yes. Not in an arrogant way, mm. because unfortunately, no platform is going to empower yourself like you would have empowered yourself. Exactly. And also, you are not bigger than the brand. Absolutely, you are not. You are not bigger than the brand, but that doesn't mean you must be a little church mouse in the corner. You understand. You need to rise up to the occasion. Because when they when they send out that press release mm. about whatever that you are doing, mm. they are doing it for them, yeah. not for you. Yeah, you literally. You need to learn to yes. say, okay, fine. Now I've been giving this platform. How? What can I make out of it? Exactly. To build me. Exactly. You know, not to build the same. Yes, you can still like push the project, mm. but really the person that really need to come out richer here, it's, it's you. you. Exactly. And also having, changing your mindset, I think plays a big role Absolutely. In, in maintaining your position in the industry. If you get in and your lucky shot is a commercial, that's fantastic. But what's your plan for after the commercial? The money that you take from the commercial, are you going to take that money and invest it in a business? Or are you going to you know, invested in yourself. Mm. What are the, what are your plans for if something happens to this current project? And we're moving into a space now more and more where the pressures of society are increasing. Social media. Where now? If social somebody, media. Yo, yo, it's sad. If today I'm posting a picture with my Louis Vuitton bag, tomorrow I can't, you're only as good as your last rodeo. If tomorrow I'm posting my Mr. Price bag, I'm probably going to get less likes. Yeah, also that, that, that's, it's, you know, I, I think, um, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Oh. It's unfortunate. It's, I think we could <clears throat> wish, I wish we could be, a lot of people could be honest how mm. as much as social media is great to give you work, mm. but also how much social media can destroy you. Hundred percent can destroy your 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 your, your, your mental uh, space. Mm. You know your mental health could mm. just like psh, instantly. To, you know, uh, I remember I was speaking to my child, uh, like long ago. She was like, "I've literally just decided to unfollow everybody because I don't want to see. Mm. I don't want to see what other people are doing because doing. I don't want pressure." Yeah. At first, I was just like. How about you don't look at them as competition? competition. Yeah. 
Look at them as your peers. But, still, but also at the same time, we cannot control how one feels exactly. after seeing something. Exactly. The, the humans in us, our human nature will always pop out. Absolutely. Whether it's jealousy, whether it's contempt, whether it's a slight bit of hatred, mm-hmm. we have to be honest about how we feel about people. And I, I, I kind of agree with what Uma Sachaba did because some of the wealthiest and most successful people that I've had the pleasure of speaking to have all said to me, we're not really, we don't know what's going on around us. We're not interested in what other people are doing. We are in our own lane. Mm. We are creating our own thing. Absolutely. And that's what works. Because the minute you see, Hore, oh no, Boiti's wearing the latest kepezana hey. and the latest boot that covers her knee. I need to get that. I or see. that is the standard. You don't know that Boiti paid whatever she paid for it. You don't even how? know what's going on in her, and you don't know how. So step one is really to remove yourself from the pressures of the people around us. Surround yourself with people that are going to add value, positive people that are going to encourage you to be a better version of yourself, that are going to clap when you win because your win is also their win. It's our W's. It's not your W by yourself. You know? You know, you just reminded me, I was speaking to somebody who is like on a big, 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 big show, like massive. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like... You know, these people are fine. Mm. And it really took me back to you understanding that the platform that you are on, it's not there to, to like really boost you. Sure. Uh, whatever that they do, they're doing it for them. Mm. It's for you mm. to use that platform to empower yourself. Exactly. The guy says to me, uh, he's tired of, of being broke. Oh no. And of suffering. Oh no. And things to myself. But what? he's on this massive show. I'm just like, what does this person mean? Uh. And I could just see it's in their eyes that you know what? They wanted to open up more. Mm. But also the fear of thinking they could be judged. Exactly. And then I started like speaking to them to say, listen, um, unfortunately, the spaces that we find ourselves in, because of our background, we are never prepared to say this is how much being on television is going to take away from you. The money that you earn, you're probably going to have to use it for where you stay, how you get to work and what you eat. And any other things, you need to find ways of making that money. Because if you were shopping at Bree. You're no longer going to be able to go shop at Bree. Hey, if you're taking a taxi, you're no longer being, gonna be able to take a taxi. Yeah. Especially in South Africa, because in other countries you find stars in trains. I was saying this yesterday. <laughs> South Africa is the only <laughs> country where taking public transport is, is a shame. Is a, it's frowned upon. In other mm. countries, it's so normal. And it's just our thinking at the end of the day. The, absolutely. It's our thinking. But also, I think it goes to show because it doesn't come from nowhere. Mm. It because of how public transport treats people generally. Yeah. Then of course then when you are a public figure people think of you in that high regard. Sure. Put you in a pedestal. Sure. If, so they can't imagine you being told hey, when I do listen Mali. In hey, the same way that in the you same are. Way. Do you understand? Exactly. If I get into a taxi and I see Kanye West in a taxi, I'm like, "How? Kanye West, is this you? Wouldn't you? It's natural." It's natural, but that, that veil definitely needs to be adjusted, particularly for the South African uh, entertainment industry, because 
Really, what you see is not what you get. And that's mostly it, most of the time. And it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for being here with me today. There's so many other things that yeah, no. we've just begun, <laughs> but, um, we'll make time. We'll make time to sit and reconnect and just, you know, dive into exactly what is happening and why it is. And I think most importantly, let's do this because there's people out there who need to hear these conversations. You need to know that you are enough and that you're Absolutely. okay, you know, and it's all part of your journey. Absolutely. And it'll make sense one day. It, it's real. And you know, I, I was saying, um, we need to be, to start understanding that you as a person, you need to rewrite your own history. Amen. Uh, and then you need to be your own reference. You need um, to be your own role model. Yes. Because if, 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 if we live like that, mm. there is so much that will change. Exactly. The idea of having somebody else being a role model puts so much tra- uh, pressure. pressure. Mm. So if you rewrite your own history, rewrite your own story, and you know, okay, fine, this is how I want to be, this is where I want to get to, yes. your own role model and you are fine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Mavuntla, guys and girls. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Life with Lebang. I will see you again next week. And very soon in the future, we will also be ch- chilling with Yaya again because clearly there's gems in there. There's gems <laughs> that we just need to, we need to pick at. Gangan, gangan. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank, thank you, for you so much here. for having me. Absolutely. And at home, thank you for listening. And yeah, let's do this again. When? I think next week's a good time. Shop. See you soon. Cliffcentral.com.